0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the younger smarter and better podcast this episode we're going to be talking about a little bit of my lifestyle choices and this time we're going to be talking about minimalism and why I continue to choose minimalism on a daily basis and what it brings to me and how I got started with this idea. So as I said in the opener, I have been kind of I'm I'm kind of a minimalist, and this has kind of been an idea that I've been uh, uh, subscribing to in a sense ever since I started watching this. I, I started watching this documentary that I found really really fascinating. That was talking about our attraction to things, how mostly in America as a society. This is one of the ones that they were talking about the most because it's kind of where it's been affected the most. Where this idea of consumerism of needing to buy things and that if we ever wanted to feel like you know if you ever like that that buyer's high you know when the the feeling you get after you just bought something and you like are attracted like to it and like if you wash your car the first time you get it and then you kind of after a certain amount of time you stop washing your car or you stop doing these sorts of things and then the idea that like you know what you need something new constantly, like new, more stuff, more stuff, more, 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 this thing, thing, that, blah, 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 blah. Just kind of grabbing more and more, and this idea of, you know what, sometimes getting, stepping away from that is really kind of the answer to it. And it was a really, really well done documentary called Minimalism, and it followed these um, these two guys. The They call themselves The Minimalists. That's their, their blog. They have a podcast and a show and that sort of thing, and it was kind of watching them go through the process on the book tour, kind of like getting to hear how they started on this journey themselves. It was really, really interesting to go through and watch this process and to hear more about it. Now, I don't personally make major life changes in in the sense that like, I don't go from being, you know, how do I describe this? I, I don't go from being like a vegetarian to a meat eater like instantly. I don't snap my fingers and do it. First, I do like, I have like a, a little period where I hear the idea and I kind of let it sit there and I think about like what it would be like if I were to make this choice would I be able to do that and then I'll like I'll get more information I'll watch a documentary I'll read a book or something like that I'll, I'll start to gain more knowledge I'll do more research and then I'll and then I'll slowly start dipping my toes in the water and then I'll dive in eventually so basically minimalism for me was this idea that kind of i started like hearing it every now and then i started to like read a thing or two like an article or two about it i read a book or two that mentioned it somewhere of this idea of like getting rid of extra stuff and like removing things i read the book um uh essentialism which basically talked about this idea of getting down to the key key one or two things that are really valuable like having priorities you know what we hear this book this idea in a lot of books priorities of like the top things It is really the idea there is no such thing as priorities there's only ever one priority and so kind of breaking down this topic of only having the one thing that's on top you know what you hear this concept every now and then you know like okay you know what i've i've I had a lot a long period of just like hearing about it. And then eventually I watched a documentary, which I've watched four times now because honestly it's one of my favorite documentaries of all time. The way that the information is presented, the way the story uh develops, the the cinematography, the angles. Like personally for me, I do a lot of like film and audio work and the way that the music and everything was just presented, it really it really struck something with me. And getting to hear the story behind not only how they they do, why they came to the decisions of why they chose it for themselves really impacted me because I could relate to it in a sense. For me, my situation is different than most people. Um, For the past, oh, past forever, basically, (laughs) past like 10, 12 years, um, I've been going back and forth between two houses. So I have two rooms where all of my stuff is basically in one house or the other house. And for me, that meant that I had a lot of duplicates of things, and it also meant that I carried around my most important things back and forth every single week, to the point where I'd be carrying two, three, sometimes four bags back and forth, and that was just for me. We also had my sister, so those bags would be transported back and forth between houses, and it was about like a two-week, it started off as a one-week, then a two-week transition period, and then we're experimenting still, but these these sorts of things was kind of like a constantly moving my things back and forth. And I realized that I had not only a lot of duplicates of things, but also there was a lot of junk that I had stored away for me. Um, I come from a family of, I don't want to call them hoarders. Um, <laughs> I, I come from a family that likes to hold on to a thing or two in case for that in case scenario, like you, maybe just in case I need it or maybe like a, a picture of the past or something like that for me, and so I had a lot of stuff. I had a lot of drawers that were filled with stuff. And then I, I have to say, one of the things that really started me off on this journey—if um, I'm to be honest—this was even before I started going through and watching the documentary, and getting into this stuff—is when I sold all of my Legos for the first time. Um, so I—I I, I haven't sold all of them, all of them, but like I sold—I had literally, I had five crates worth of Legos. And only this past year did I sell them because I was looking to get more money to work on YSB, to work on this. I needed needed extra money so that I could fund this podcast. And so I was like, okay, you know what I need to do? I'm going to sell my Legos so that I can um, pay for the podcast for the monthly and to get a website up and running, these sorts of things. So I went through and I sold... Five boxes, five crates worth of Legos, and that's been funny the podcast for a little bit. And so, going through, I had all these empty shelf space and all this stuff, and I started to realize that I was keeping all this stuff just because I was thinking of like the oh, maybe you know what, maybe one day I'll I'll use it or take it out. But I haven't touched that stuff in years. And I I went through and I started looking at all this stuff. Like I had stuff in like an extra drawer that I literally hadn't seen for years, and I realized that. If this is the case, that if I have stuff that's sitting here that I haven't touched in years, then I don't need it. Like, I'm going through my life and I'm never even thinking about it and right, and it's just taking up space. So, what I did is I went through and I grabbed a trash bag and I started throwing away all of this crap, all this junk that I had sitting around. And I have to say, it's one of the greatest feelings is going through and purging all of the crap that you have stored away in some closet or some like corner of your room. And I have to say right now, I am very, very thin on a material aspect of the things that I carry around. Um, my backpack, I went from one of the other things like minimalism is kind of this idea of and here's how I like to describe it. this is um, this is a quote that I read from a book called Make Space by um, Regina Wong and this this quote has really kind of been what I kind of define minimalism as for myself. It's keeping only what adds happiness, value, Purpose and freedom to our lives in discarding the rest that is not essential. And this kind of idea of minimalism is that there's a lot of things and a lot of things that get in the way between us and the things that we we hold as either priorities or our family, our friends, the things that really make us happy, really bring us joy in our lives. There's a lot of stuff that we have that's in between us and those things or those people. And so being able to get rid of some of that stuff. And now I'm not going to say that I'm getting rid of like all of like, you know, I have. So for instance, there's like one of the things that they talk about is like for those things, those four things, happiness, value, purpose, and freedom. Right? So that doesn't mean that if you have a collection of cards or you have a lot of books on your bookshelf, right? That you need to get rid of those. That's not what they're saying. They're saying getting rid of the little like stuff that's sitting in a drawer that you haven't touched for years or that you don't need the stuff that doesn't have value that doesn't ha- bring you happiness, right? Because I have personally I have a collection of cards. I've been a I've been collecting cards for the past five years now and I have like quite the huge collection. I'm actually looking at it right now. It takes up an entire shelf space, Um, but it's like I whenever I go to a different country or whenever I go to on a trip to a different state or something like that, I get a deck of cards. And I get a deck of cards from that location. It's a really great way for me um, to look and see all the things that I've done. And there's like cards from Berlin, from France, Amsterdam, Haiti. Um, we've even got stuff from the Civil War. There's a lot of different ones from... I mean, we got Las Vegas. I mean, there's like all sorts of these different cards, the Caribbean, all of these sorts of different places that I've been to. And it's really cool because it's a great way to remind myself where I've been, what I've been able to do, because I've been very, I've been very gifted with those sorts of uh, those journeys. And it's a great way for me to look back. And Not only that, but then for me in my mind, like I didn't want to collect postcards or stamps or something like that, because for me. It wasn't. It didn't have as much impact for playing cards. For one, my family loves um, playing games, and so playing cards for me is like not only do I get to collect these sorts of things. This is something that brings me happiness. This is something that brings me like you know value into my life because not only do I get to see. It's a great way for me to look back and and have memories, but also. I can use those things. I can break break open the deck of cards and play them. Like I have one of the cards that I got that there's like, there's a lot of stories behind getting these card decks. Um, for instance, Haiti, we couldn't find any decks of cards and anywhere that had like Haiti or like welcome to Haiti or anything like that. And because of the area, so we had to go, we went through and we were, we had to leave for our excursion, like, or we had to leave the um, the island very, very soon. So I was like, we we're going through, we ran back to the store and we we're like, we're asking around for like, can we find like a deck of cards? And we found these people that, that this deck of cards is like, this one I think is one of the more interesting ones because it's hand, hand painted. It's a hand painted deck of cards um that was just it's a standard deck of cards but it's really cool i haven't opened it yet a lot of these decks i haven't opened because i want to keep them closed but it was like there's these things that write these these things and i think a lot of people when it comes down to this these, are these things that we have that bring us happiness that have stories connected to them now what i'm saying with this with this minimalism thing i don't want you to think that when i'm saying that i'm a minimalist that i'm getting rid of all the things that add value in my life that I'm getting rid of that. A lot of people, I think that when they hear this, they're talking about like, oh, only 100 possessions or whatever number. There's no number associated to this. For me, it's kind of different than what I think most people's idea for minimalism is because for me, it's just kind of my version of it. My version is very different. It's a very laxed, like, just get rid of all the crap that you have and just enjoy what you do have sort of thing. And so for me, that that means that I just keep kind of like my favorites. And I have, like, a few different things that I might keep as, like, a presentation or, like, a decoration or sort of stuff. But, like, if I were to look and go through all of the things that I have, there's only a few things that I really like. My laptop is something that, like, literally I use 24-7 all day every day because it's not only is it for my work, it's for my play, it's for my school. It's literally I have my laptop, which I've been able to take everywhere is, like, one of the core factors and things that really not only just provide me money, but I get to spend time with my friends through it. Like, it's there's only very few things. I mean, even my phone, I've, to a cent, um, kind of separated myself from my phone. I only have, like, 25 apps on my phone right now. I only have, like, I only use it for music. I only use it for texting and calling and FaceTiming. That's basically, I've, I've kind of, like, going through, I've kind of separated myself from things. Now, my laptop is kind of... Um, I don't want to say it's an exception, but it's a tool, and I'm starting to look at these things as tools, not just, like, possessions that I really, uh, one of the, one of the things from the, the documentary that I watched that was really talking is, like, when we stop, um, when we start, stop loving people and start loving things, problems arise. It was something to that, to that extent, right, and it was really interesting for me because I realized that there was a lot of those things around that I had that I was like, I, I don't value this as much as I need I value this more than I need to value this I need to be able to separate myself Um, basically the idea that if I need to leave right now and go I'd be okay with leaving this stuff behind because I know that all of this stuff is replaceable but the people in my life aren't replaceable and that's kind of one of the things that comes down with minimalism that's really interesting for me Um, also so I wanted to really when I started this episode I really wanted to talk about a few different things so I'm going to start mentioning them now one of them being that I minimalism is kind of this idea of getting rid of all the extra crap right basically if I was to sum it down basically and so I use this in a lot of different ways one of them that I use it for is actually email I think this is a really good way for me to kind of describe why I value minimalism in a sense is through email so you know we get a lot of emails you know we subscribe to these email lists and stuff like that so I want to talk about the time time multiplication aspect of minimalism when you get an email right when you sign up to an email list or you sign up for some sort of thing right you'll get an email from the company this thing that thing right the reason i unsubscribe from right why i try to like keep my inbox minimal and try to like tone everything down right because every time you unsubscribe from one email every time you get rid of one email list every time you get rid of this thing that thing right you are saving yourself time in the future for like, so think of it this way, right? If I unsubscribe from one email list, that's t- that time that it took me, that five clicks of my mouse to delete to unsubscribe from that email list is the equivalent amount of time that I have saved myself in the future for deleting an email every single week compounded for tons and tons of weeks. So if you think about that, right, that simple, those five clicks that I took to remove something from my life that I didn't enjoy, that didn't bring me value or happiness, has made more time in the future times like a thousand, right? So like if you have an item, right, that you keep constantly moving around, I think of this from also a cleanliness aspect, right? Every time you remove something, you no longer, like you remove it permanently, you throw it away basically. Every time you do that, whenever you have to clean your room, it's one less item you have to move around. Every time you have to move back and forth between houses or go to a friend's house or do this or go to school or whatnot, every time you remove one item, you are preventing yourself in the future. You are basically buying yourself time in the future where you don't have to deal with this thing, and being able to do that has opened so much more up into my life because I've been able to find ways that I can get rid of things that I don't need that don't bring me value right and that has saved me compounded that has compounded my time that is the one of the more valuable investments I've made into my own life is getting rid of things and it's a choice that I choose constantly the reason I said why I choose minimalism continually is because it is still continually a choice and I think this is a lot of things for lifestyle, right? You could uh, you know, choose to be vegetarian or vegan or what have you, go on to a certain diet, right? But a lot of people, what they do is they choose to go on for a little bit, but then they don't continue to choose it. And I think that's one of the things that's different. For me, minimalism, I've continued to choose to do this because it is something that I've seen time and time again that has brought back time and value into my life. And that's just, from that aspect, I was just talking about emails, just something very simple, un- easy-to-understand example of why you get so much more time back from minimalism. The second thing I'd say that is on the money side of things now the money side of minimalism is very very interesting and very very attractive to me because it's it, there's so much that I wish I could I could have more time to talk about. But basically to I want to kind of summarize the money side of minimalism for myself. Every time, there's this, um, in a book I read recently, there's this thing known as the latte factor. And the idea is that if you were to spend $5 a day, right, on your normal latte, right, how much does that impact your retirement or your future and that sort of thing? And so basically, not only is it, you know, think of like $2, $3 for like a muffin or something, like every time you buy that sort of thing, whatever, whatever it is for you, right, whatever that little cost is day per day, how much does that affect you per life? right so they went through and they did this research and basically if you were to stop getting lattes every single day right stop lattes or whatever it is for you and took that we'll say it's five dollars right take your five dollars and invested it or you took your five dollars and saved it even if you saved it even if you used it to put to pay off debt or whatever right five dollars a day saving that over the course of oh, I wish I could remember want to say it's over the course of 30 years it becomes like 1.6 million or something like that it's an insane number it's really quite impactful it's like just the number itself is like absolutely amazing of basically like if you were to save that amount of money right if you were to stop if you were to eliminate some aspect of what you see as you're indulging right and then use that money elsewhere so the idea is basically that if the thing you continually buy as like a habit of you're like oh I need my morning coffee or this thing that thing, and then you continually buy it for like five dollars three dollars or what what have you, then that is continuing to to like take money away from your future take away money from your present and that sort of thing and that's where that aspect of minimalism the idea of these uh, the fire movement or what have you right being able to live on less than what you make and all these other sorts of ideas. There's so many different ideas here, it's hard to compact them all into this one episode and this five-minute segment, basically. But the general idea is that if you spend less than you make and you focus on the things that actually add value... I'm not saying that if you have something that adds value into your life and you enjoy... For me, that might be video games or something like that, or books, especially books. You know what? Books is a great example. Just finding ways that you can spend less habitually and think more about um, your purchases and then look at it from a minimalist point of view that makes a huge impact on how much money you make and how much money you spend i live on far less than what i make and it's i'm very fortunate to be in a situation where i'm right now i'm still in uh, high school i'm just now leaving high school so i'm going to be in a very different situation soon but being able to have these core values these core principles going forward is going to be very beneficial i can see it already and so when it comes to the minimalism side of things talking about the money the opportunity costs this is what this is what i wanted to say think of this whenever you purchase something think about it from an economic point of view right there's two different types of costs where it really starts to change how much something costs right um in economics you basically have say five dollar latte because that's the example we've been using right now, the actual cost of buying something is how much money you are paying for that object. So, say it costs me $5, that's $5 that I'm spending on this latte, right? Now, in economics, they talk about all about, it's really, economics is about the choices that people make. So, now the next thing is that there's the there's actually a lot more than just the actual costs that are associated with things, right? So, $5 is the actual cost of purchasing an item, purchasing this latte, right? then there's the opportunity cost. The opportunity cost is what else you could have bought with that $5. So say like instead I could have bought a a used book or something like that, right? So the opportunity cost is then that used book or the $5 equivalent, right? So basically used the opportunity cost is $5. So the actual cost is $5, purchasing it, that money going out. Then the opportunity cost is what else you could have had with that $5. So the lot take now costs, if you're thinking from an economic standpoint, $10. Because it's $5 you actually spent on the thing, and $5 you could have spent somewhere else. Now we'll bring it to an even another level. This is a deeper level. This is kind of where the investment sort of thing comes in. If you were to take that same $5 right, and invest it into a retirement fund into something for 10 years, or however long it takes for that money to, to duplicate, right? If you were to invest that in that 40-year retirement fund, right, that's worth $50. So I'm going to say that again. Taking that same $5 and putting it investing it and saving it for 10 years or 20 years down the future, right, it's worth 10 times that amount. So now the the cost of that simple latte is not only $5 of the actual cost. It's five an additional $5 to the opportunity cost. And fifty dollars for the investment cost. That that money, what that money could have been if you had invested it, or put it into something that actually made money, that produced and came out with an output. Right. So think of it like that way. Right now, your latte is costing sixty dollars which is insane, right? So it's like it's looking at these things from a different perspective, which has been really, really interesting from a minimalist point of view. So every time you eliminate one thing, you're actually adding so much more into your life. And this is kind of where I think the idea of less is more comes into play. Of Every time you remove these sorts of things, you're adding so much more back into your life of just space, of free time to think, and do all these other sorts of things. So this is kind of why I choose continually to do minimalism and why I try to keep my phone to a to a minimum why I keep by apps and what I do and these sorts of things looking for the simple point of view. There's all these sorts of things that I do that, th- which is why I consider myself more of a, more of a minimalist than not a minimalist. I wouldn't consider myself a full fledged, like go out and delete everything that I own sort of thing and leave off of the earth or whatever, how have you. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of in that area where it's like more than not, I am a little bit minimalist. So, it's been really, really interesting, honestly, because there's so much things that I haven't thought about before. That once I started looking and experimenting and actually doing it myself, I've really seen some some really big impact. So, with all that being said, i I'd like to I'd like to throw down a little bit of a challenge. I want you to see if you can go through your stuff. And just kind of see what, what what do you have? What are you carrying around with you? What's in your wallet? What's what are you carrying in your backpack? What what's in your your purse? What what is in on your person, right? And how, well, how much would you be able to take out minimally? Like if you were if you only needed like your your one debit card, or if you only needed your license, or what have you, whatever you needed minimally to survive on a day to day basis, and your phone, your keys, these sorts of things, right? And take off all the rest. How much weight? Does to take off your shoulders how much weight does that take off your person every single day i want you to experiment with that see how that goes for you and then start experimenting with things in your other life just start poking around just seeing what does it like what does it feel like to get rid of one or two things here and there and then figure out what minimalism means for you and if you decide to continue to choose it all for you if you don't that's up to you that's that's basically what i'm saying So with all that being said, I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, This episode and all these episodes are funded by you guys um, on the GoFundMe page that we have in the description section below. Um, For Apple Podcast users, you have to swipe up to find that. I know that Apple Podcast tends to hide this information. Um, So being able to do that really helps out the podcast it really guys it really makes a huge impact on this podcast and on my life in in general so every little donation makes a huge impact thank you so much for all of that that love um and with all that being said i'd like to thank you for listening to this episode and if you want to reach out to me there's my email in the description below and as always stay hungry for knowledge